Welcome to Your Brain's BFF. I'm Pooja Venkatraman, a double Harvard grad, ex-management consultant, and former stressed-out overachiever. I use clear, simple frameworks rooted in psychology, cognitive behavioral therapy, and mindfulness to teach you how to solve any problem, anytime. Let's go. How not to talk to a five-year-old. So in the last episode, we talked about the five-year-old in your brain and her endless stream of all-day commentary. Half the battle with the five-year-old, with your automatic brain, is just realizing that the commentary isn't you. It's popping up on its own, but you don't need to take it as it comes. All you need to do is be aware that it's happening. If you're aware of it, you can change it. But there are ways to mishandle your automatic brain too. Let's look at four common mistakes people make once they're aware of what their internal five-year-old is saying and they're trying to change the conversation. Mistake one, getting frustrated at the five-year-old for being a five-year-old. Mistake two, squashing it down and pretending it doesn't exist. Mistake three, forcefully redirecting it and trying to make yourself feel better. Mistake four, getting overly concerned and digging into everything. How would those four approaches have played out in the last episode's conversations? Here are what some unhelpful responses would have looked like. If my automatic brain is saying, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. Getting frustrated with it would sound like, God, I'm always complaining about something. I need to be more positive. Trying to squash it down would sound like, I'm not tired, I'm fine. Being forceful with it would sound like, get energized, this is gonna be a great day. And getting overly concerned would sound like, this isn't good. What do I need to fix so I stop being so tired all the time? Or if my automatic brain is saying, I need to eat, this is bullshit, I'm starving. Getting frustrated with it would sound like, I'm such a baby, I can't believe I'm getting so mad over this. Squashing it down would be, I'm not mad about doing chores before eating, it's totally okay. Being forceful would be, I'm gonna eat in five minutes, calm down already. And getting overly concerned would sound like, wow, I'm really overreacting to being hungry. Do I have issues with food that I need to work on? Or when my automatic brain says, hmm, I'm feeling a little pain today, and then it worries for two minutes about it. Getting frustrated would sound like, great, there I go, getting anxious again. When am I gonna get better at this? Squashing it down would sound like, I'm not worried about the pain, it's no big deal. Being forceful would sound like, don't get stressed about this, just relax. And being overly concerned would sound like, this pain seems like a big problem, how am I gonna solve this? Or when my automatic brain says, we're writing today, didn't we just write yesterday, ugh. Getting frustrated with it would be, 
Ugh, do I have to feel like this every day? Why can't I just want to write? Squashing it down would be, no, I, I feel like writing today. I'm having fun. Being forceful would be, come on, get excited. This is your dream. You should be so happy. And getting overly concerned would be, I don't want to write. This isn't a good sign. Should I rethink my career again? These kinds of responses turn a small problem into a bigger problem. Remember, your automatic brain is just a five-year-old. And your goal in these moments is just to get her to okay fine. You don't need to convince her that everything is amazing. You just need to hit pause on the path that she's going down. And she'll probably find something else to think about in a few seconds. These responses do the opposite. They make the five-year-old double down on her path. When you get frustrated, you've created an additional problem to solve. Now you're tired and annoyed about your complaints about being tired, hungry, and frustrated with your response to being hungry. We're trying to reduce problems here, not create them. When you squash it down, the problem simmers. It may go away in the moment, but it's very likely to pop up again later in the day and even stronger this time. When you forcefully redirect, your automatic brain fights back. You're feeding it a story that doesn't feel true, and it will be very happy to start listing all the reasons it's not true. And when you get overly concerned, you compound the problem. Before, it was just a fleeting, automatic brain thought that nine times out of 10 wasn't really anything to worry about. But now you've joined in with all your heavy duty, logical problem solving power. And now you're busy digging into something that probably doesn't even need digging into. So when your automatic brain throws up an unhelpful thought, which by the way, is gonna be most of the time, try the four light touch responses in the last episode and avoid these four mistakes. And if your automatic brain is still screaming, if the emotions just aren't going away and you can't get yourself to do what you need to do, then it's time to dig in. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your Brain's BFF by me, Pooja Venkatraman. Check out the links in the episode description if you want to read this piece on my website, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my email newsletter, or book a consult to work with me one-on-one. -on -one.